TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 136 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Tyler. I'm Yee-haw. Kalen. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's been a week. It has. It has been a week. I don't I'm really excited to pick up our, our, uh, our philosophical discussion on how many squares of toilet paper is considered normal to use. <laughs> uh, Tyler, your thoughts? Uh, when you have a bidet, one. Yeah. Maybe two, if you're feeling sassy. Just a little sassy. bit to maybe dry, dry, the, dry. Yeah, pretty maybe much. Maybe get some of the excess, just in case. Unless you have a, a real, real wild time uh, on the uh, turlet. Um, <laughs> Turtley. Then you might need uh, a bit more. I need to scrub. Get the, scrub, get scrub, the scrub till the really, watch is Really, really crank up yeah. the spray. Sp- this one goes to 11. <laughs> this is <laughs> why you tune in, folks. <laughs> the hard-hitting questions, the things that only you thought and did not speak. Uh, so a couple of things have happened this week. Uh, Returnal came out, the new IP from uh, Housemark uh, under the Sony uh, Studios uh, banner. And I would say it's uh, fitting to call it an IP because... The success that they're having, at least from the reviews and stuff, uh, they would probably make a sequel to it. I hope so. Already. I'm sure Um, it's being greenlit as we speak. It's such an interesting mix of genres. Have you played it yet? Yeah. Okay. I'm Um, sure the investors are going to see their returnals pretty quickly. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering when that was going to come. So it's... uh, it's a third-person shooter. New Marvel movie, The Returnals. <laughs> no, no, you're you're thinking of the Begindles. <laughs> it's a third-person shooter. It's a roguelike. It is a bullet hell. Um, I love how Ryan's so good at getting us to Returnal to the topic at hand. And uh, all <laughs> of these Jesus. things. All the and it's a Metroidvania. Oh, okay. So all these things go together. And actually, it's a rhythm game, and it's a driving simulator. And it's a Souls-like. And it, it, it also has um, a plugins for TurboTax. Um, <laughs> but honestly, I need to do my taxes. All of that sounds like a bit of a mishmash, but it, it super works out. The moving around is very quick and responsive. Um, your dash feels good. Your jump feels good. And when you're running around, you have some fucking speed. And so I read that you're dashing. You, a lot of times you have to dash through, you know, the bullets, yes. which um, is pretty common in a bullet hell, but not usually from a third person 3D perspective right. like that. It's interesting. So they give you indicators on where threats are coming from around you. So similar to Spider Sense, uh, like similar, to, honestly, yeah. Oh. But similar to how it's kind of employed in games like Gears of War and mm. whatnot. When you're shot, there's a uh, you know, a red marker or something indicating the direction that the shot came from. Of course. This is uh, more of incoming fire. So uh, if something's about to attack you from the right, it flash, it starts flashing red that there is uh, incoming projectiles or something's about so to attack So it is okay. totally like okay. in Spider-Man when the dude's about to shoot you in this the new Spider-Man. It's Not really because that is a, a thing uh, over their head. Like this is... 
uh, a circular kind of thing that emanates, you know, from your character. Okay. And so, like, just a white bar indicates that there is an enemy over there. Uh, but if they're about to attack or they have attacked, that portion starts flashing red. Uh, there are a bunch of different types of room. You're basically the story is you've crashed on an alien planet, and the first body that you encounter is wearing the same getup as you are. Oh hell yeah! And, and so uh, you check there. You know you're like doing audio logs to send back to the primary company, and you go uh, there. You, you know apparently another person has been out here. Uh, I'm going to get their name, and she pulls her helmet aside, and it's her. This is an Outer Limits episode. So like identical. Um, she, every time, you know, this is where the roguelike component comes in. Oh. Every time you die, you are just, you start from the crash again. Because it, it's just a loop. It's a time loop. I am sold or, 100%. So you find... So she is in a time she loop. She is in a time loop. <laughs> uh, she finds... I'm sold 100%. She finds scout logs that previous hers have left. I'm sold 100%. Yeah. Um, kind of reminds me of that Tom Cruise movie. The, the Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah. I'm sold 100%. <laughs> it it kind of reminds me of, uh, you know, that uh, Groundhog Day uh, movie. Yeah. That. With I'm sold 100%. Uh, uh, Palm Springs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, also kind of reminds me of uh, Happy Death Day to you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sold 100%. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, that was a learning curve on that. It sounds like a lot of stimulation, like once you get to the thick of battle. But it all kind of comes through intuitively. Okay. Uh, you'll come across things that, you know, basically when you encounter something new, you scan it and it tells you what it will do. And there's, uh, pickups for health, uh, like you'd expect. There's keys and things like that. And uh, there are malignant versions of all these things, or I think it's malignant. Like I can't remember the term, but key? basically uh, what happens is there's a likelihood of causing suit malfunction if you pick up these, the malignant versions of these things. So you have to kind of weigh, weigh the benefits you know, oh, and, okay. And stuff like it's, that. Does it function like, like intentional debuffs or does it just shut yes. everything down? It does do intentional debuffs. So every and pickup it, has a pro and a con. Uh, not necessarily. There are things. So there are things that are artifacts that are mm. only pros. Okay. There are things that are parasites that are pros and cons, and it's spelled out in the description. Mm-hmm. So you can take that parasite, uh, and it'll give you a debuff. Or uh, there's one parasite that I came across where if you take it on, it will prevent a death hit. You know, once. But then it goes away and you're left with a debuff. Um, And those suit malfunctions can be cleared by meeting certain uh, conditions. Mm. So sometimes it's something super simple like, you know, you get a suit malfunction. You never know what that suit malfunction is going to be. Um, But sometimes you get a suit malfunction and all it'll take to clear it is open uh, another chest huh. or pick up X number of this thing or kill this number of enemies and you're debuffed until you you know, meet that kind of similar to how uh, Hades does uh, the same sort of thing. There's a uh, um, and it's more Hades. 
uh, Dead Cells has some stuff like that too, yep. right? Yes. Where uh, curses, uh, curses, yeah, yeah curses. Curse you, you have to cut yeah. through like five or ten dudes, and then you're fine. So it really plays like a, almost like a third person, or is it first person? It's third person. Third person, but like kind of fully 3D, AAA, roguelike in a lot yeah. of ways. That's kind of cool. Uh, is, this, is this on all platforms or? It's uh, Sony exclusive. PS5 exclusive. Yeah, PS5 exclusive. Damn. Uh, th- so the way that they are uh, use the haptics is great. Speaking of PS5s. <laughs> I, have I, heard, a PS5. I heard you have one. I have sold one hundred percent, and I <laughs> I can get this game because I don't know if you heard. Welcome to the Topless Robot Podcast, where repetition is comedy. Rocket launcher, <laughs> um, croutons so, on word salad. <laughs> Jesus. So um, <laughs> the uh, haptics, controller. haptics, yes. Um, your weapons so the way that they handle alt fire is interesting you like you you get weapons and you get pickups that up your weapon proficiency and once you as you level up your weapon proficiency that's only for that run and it increases the level of the weapons that you'll find uh when you're going through that run um but each weapon has an alt fire so you hold the left trigger down halfway and that's looking down the sights for a normal fire Hold it down all the way, and it's the alt fire. And each weapon, uh, like, you can't be certain that, like, okay, this handgun is going to have the same alt fire as this last handgun I had. Okay. So the alt fires change up. Sometimes it's going to be, you know, a grenade. Sometimes it's going to be uh, homing missiles and things like that. And it being a PlayStation 5 controller, when it's you hold it down halfway, like, it'll lock up yes. to, to an extent. Yeah, you'll feel the resistance at halfway. Oh, right? nervous And haptics. beyond that, uh, when you fire your alt fire, it has a longer cooldown, obviously. And uh, so it indicates the cooldown is over with a haptic shake. Mm. So you like it, it basically like adds a different, an, another sense to the, your gameplay, you know, a sixth sense. It's, Kind of like... Um, More like a six sense, am I right? Because, I mean, think about it. You're, the way that you learn about the cooldown being over it's is a, a physical bra. sensation as opposed to an audible <laughs> sensation. There's not anything on the hood indicating ghosts, um, <gasps> There might be something on the HUD, uh, and there is a noise that accompanies it, mm. but just, like, feeling it can is... Can you even that, pull it down? Tactile. Uh, if it's not cooled down can yes. you you can still pull it down all the way yeah okay. uh, and when you do you actually hear the whine of the charging so mm. you can actually tell roughly how far along it is on the refresh if you hold it all the way down because that whine will be you know getting up like you know uh, a stereotypical sci-fi yeah. charging whine mm. you know yeah um, uh, Mega it gets Man? up to around six Tylers in terms of whine level <laughs> but it it Honestly, like for for what they're trying to do and those game elements traditionally being represented in 2D games, uh, it is outstanding uh, in this game. And it looks they, good. Yeah, and it looks great. I've seen the trailers of it and it looked gorgeous in the trailers. So. I've seen absolutely nothing to do with this game, I think, but I'm excited to see what it is that I'm already 100% sold about. Yeah, it's, uh, I'll uh, uh, put it on after after the Hell podcast. Hell yeah, yeah, time, anything with, I mean, duh, anything with time, manipulation of any kind, or blah, 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 I'm into it. Yeah. Uh, I'm sold, 
from the <laughs> reviews uh, that I've seen, there, like one reviewer said, he's 43 hours in, but he finished the game at about the 18 hour mark. And he just wants to get everything else because he was super engaged in it. It's been getting eights and tens across the board. Yeah. So Hell yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, and I absolutely echo that sentiment. Uh, it's a challenge, but they do a good job of getting you back into the game when you do die. Uh, they like you don't feel real bad for dying, but in it being a roguelike runs are not like 15 20 minutes runs they're like two hour runs so if if you turn off your playstation during a run you lose just lose that run oh that um, sucks yeah. you can you, you can, can put it to it. rest yeah, yeah you can you uh, can put have your console rest but if you want to uh like play a different game or something like that then you just lose progress on that run that that is the one thing that has been kind of prohibited prohibitive with me and some roguelikes um because uh so zeke got dead cells a while ago because after the last um extra life the la- extra yeah, life yeah. thing we did he played dead cells all night and he bought it and he's good enough now to where he can get kind of far but you know he'll be like 45 minutes to an hour in and then he'll die and it's just like well time to play something else because i have an hour before i have to go to bed you know yeah. or that kind of thing and that's um, kind of like, like Hades. Hades runs are not that long. I think they're like 45 minutes hmm. to 50 minutes to go through everything. And, and like you can get those down to like 20 to 30 hmm. if you're really good. Like Hades felt like the perfect length of runs for me. Then to, again, to I was out. also dying in the be- in bed with COVID. So it could have all literally <laughs> a fever dream. You literally had the runs. I, <laughs> what are you Maybe talking about, Taylor? In Hades. It's 2015. What <laughs> game are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, um, I super, super enjoy it uh, and highly recommend it. Uh, it's a great uh, representation of next gen for sure. So I want to play. Hell yeah. Speaking of playing, I got Pokemon Snap and oh, I yeah. am so fucking happy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, so how does it compare to the original? Oh, I love it. I truly, truly love it. The first one was like, you know, it was so quick. You finished it in like an hour. Yeah. This one, like it lets you stick around a lot more. This one requires you to go to art school so you can learn how to properly talk about your photos. Actually take some pictures. <laughs> you got to set up gallery space, get the proper it comes, licensing. It yeah, comes with the new... The uh, uh, darkroom learning curve is pretty steep, but once you get it... <laughs> and there's so many photo consents you have to have signed before you can even go out to the safari zone. Okay, Mr. Squirtle, just uh, put your paw print right there. <laughs> Thank you very much, uh... But no, it's it's super fun. I mean, it, it still has that kind of just like the thing I loved about the first one was the, just the the glee of like coming around a corner. Like, oh my god, look at that Pokemon doing something weird, and like they're fucking the 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 secret stuff that you could find, which is all still there. It's not as like there's not as in depth secrets, which some people is are it is it about, still but. pretty much the chillest rail shooter you've oh, ever played? Yes. Okay, you're just going around and like they change things up a little bit. There there now there's like a they're like kind of boss levels where hmm. you your goal is basically like the whole point of the story get is get a picture of some elusive Pokemon it, or something. Yeah, there's this there's this <laughs> phenomenon that's called Illumina Pokemon, and they're basically glowy Pokemon. And you're supposed to you're, so shinies. Yeah, basically. Oh, uh, you're, in, you're, a new, in, the you're in the search for these Illumina Pokemon. 
in the in this new re- region called the lintel region which kind of makes me laugh but <laughs> say lintel yes like lintel like lintels but, but with an a not an i so it's lintels <laughs> no l-e-n-t-a-l-s lintel lintel the lintel region but uh, a so suburb, you have a like suburb of Atlanta. Every region has three different level, or like two, like a day version of the same of the region, a night version of the region, and then there's like a, a kind of a boss level, which is you going in like I don't if you played the first one when you like are, are trying to take a picture of Mew mm-hmm. and you have to make his bubble go, go away. It's kind of like a similar level like that but with a different yeah, I vaguely Pokemon. remember that it's been so long since i played the original but i remember Same. enjoying the original yeah and it's just fun it's chill like you're it's a relaxing rail shooter it yeah. is and i like, played it there's a lot of stuff that you can see and do there's over 200 pokemon in the game i'm honestly kind of surprised that like nintendo has gotten more open to uh putting nintendo products on different platforms uh like all their mobile games mm-hmm. and stuff like that so and i'm that's kind of the surprised only platform that they uh, wouldn't make a VR version of this for like the Oculus Quest 2 or something. That like would that. be cool. I would feel like I'd play that. You know, it's somewhere. cool to revisit Pokemon Snap and We're everything. We're saving it for the Virtual Boy too. Oh God, Virtual Man. <laughs> <laughs> the Virtual Adolescent. The Virtual Boy has grown up. <laughs> He's a virtual. It's still the, it still looks exactly the same. Yeah. No, it is exactly the same. It's just blue now instead yeah. of red. <laughs> We figured that cooler colors would be, you know, better. <laughs> would make people's Ooh. eyes bleed just a little bit less. <laughs> now you can enjoy. I'm just trying to think of a game uh, on there, but I can't now. Tetris, <laughs> Tetris maybe. Uh, now we have Tetris Classic, and uh, it's just the, the blue version Wario of the World. red game. Oh, the first Wario World was on there. But yeah, no fucking Pokemon Snap is about. This the first Wario, amazing. like Wario, it has his own game. Oh, and he's the protagonist. Was, was a Virtual Boy game. Oh, okay. <laughs> as soon as I started talking, my words just stopped working, and then I, Wario, Wario got introduced in Super Mario Land Two. The Golden Coins, yes, which is which is a really fun game. Yeah. Um, I never played. I played that one after the fact. The first Wario Land game I played was three. Because there's that whole like crazy ad campaign in like 1999, mm-hmm. um, and then I think that the Virtual Boy one's the only one I haven't like at least played because I've every WarioWare game that I could get my hands on. I wouldn't be surprised if like one of the later Wario Land games is like based on, you know, they need to make like a 3D Wario Land. Type oh, I agree. Sometime but, they you know, made sometime. a Wario. It was for the GameCube. It was like a 3D Wario platformer type game yeah well we need another one that's what i'm saying it's been too long yeah it's been 2d for uh there was one 3d one and are you talking about super mario 64 on the 3ds remember on the ds no (laughs) i can't really remember what the game was but like there's like treasure chests and oh i i think i know what you're talking about um that might have been well might have been a wii game it might have been a wii game i can't remember regardless my boy Wario needs to go out a little more. Yep. Same with Waluigi. Instead of staying in and inventing every kind of game ever. <laughs> um, the uh, So another thing that I did was I uh, pre-ordered Resident Evil uh, 8. Because Resident that comes out on Evil. Thursday. Pre-order. <laughs> I mean, you played the demo. You yep. you know it's going to be good. And it's Resident Evil. Yeah. Like I'm gu- there's no way I'm not buying a Resident Evil. This game. is where I'm going to still insert our asterisk. We do not recommend... 
pre-ordering games. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, don't do it. Don't absolutely. fucking do it. Stop it. Unless the unless, unless the, the thing one. that you get for doing that is exclusively cool. Like it has to be. It can't just be a canvas tote bag. Or if it's something that you're like already hundred, <laughs> you know, you're hundred yeah. percent committed to. Like I pre-ordered. Uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake because well, I I was going to play that and these games had demos that you could yes you could play the fucking game before yeah. like a cyberpunk situation where they withheld everything yeah right. the last Banana, minute. Uh, only Resident games that I've ever really pre ordered have been like Mario games because I mean to be fair ninety nine percent of Mario games have been good so what do you yeah. get like any early pre you get to pre download it mm. uh probably I just want like I knew that. Uh, I was going to be buying it, so I may as well. Did you get any sort no. of deluxe edition? Nah. I like stuff. I looked at what came in, in like the deluxe packs and whatnot. It's not any DLC or anything There's like no, it was with like, Resident Evil lady, 7. What's the, what's the witch's name? Can't get like a body pillow of her? <laughs> uh, uh, B- BTL? Lady Demetres. Let me... Yeah. One of those, uh, those anime-style fucking hand rests for your... For your... <laughs> Well done. Hi. Step You're on doing my great. Debra. You're doing great. Ah, Is that her name? My brain uh, just keeps turning off. So uh, they did have their final uh, demo on Saturday. Mousepad was what I was looking for. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, you're one of those. Okay. All right. I, I, see use, you. I use a thumb ball. I see you. Yeah, those are great. I love, I love those. them. I've had one of the, my, my dad used one of those when I was a kid, so that's the only one I, I grew up yeah, using same at home. I love because I can like lay in bed and like. Just yeah, you don't have to fucking. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! You, especially if you don't have much real estate on your desk, it's they're perfect. You guys can stop talking now because the rest of the show is going to be yeah. us geeking out about this mouse. <laughs> and, and trackpads are the worst. Yeah, they suck. They never have anything cool on them. Yeah, and if you do, you're covering up the image half the time. Okay. Yeah. Logitech thumbball, it's the best. Mm-hmm, once mm-hmm. it once you get used to it, yeah, I had mm-hmm, one as a kid mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. never go back. There we go. There we go. Well, that's the show, everyone. I'll see you next week. <laughs> So uh, you're driving me to drink. <laughs> Resident Evil, uh, Resident Evil Eight had their last demo uh, yesterday, and uh, um, I actually, so I missed the castle demo. Uh, so Which was this only time available. I finally got to do the castle uh, demo. The castle was, one was the one, the one that was only available on like that day or, or that week. So or the castle, the on Sony platforms, uh, the village demo mm-hmm. was two weeks before this Saturday and then mm-hmm. the castle demo was one week before this Saturday mm-hmm. and then this Saturday everyone got an hour playtime uh, castle and village oh okay so um, I took this opportunity to uh, dive into the castle and mm-hmm. what'd you um, play it on PS5 okay um, so I noticed it's also for you can do it on the stadia so you could technically you could technically play it a few different times yes yeah, yeah. Because uh, oh. they are hard limiting on those, yeah, on those play times. Yeah, you told us about that last week. Um, I mean, I think that's that's kind of important. The uh, the castle was absolutely gorgeous. Um, it had a lot more action than the first kind of teaser that we got. That was called Maiden. Um, but we do now have a name for the necklace that you find in Maiden that has serves no purpose whatsoever. It is, uh, you come across this list of women's names, uh, and some of them are marked as like not good candidates. And some of them are marked as, you know, very good candidates. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
one of them i don't remember her name but the necklace that you find that's like a jawbone necklace uh belongs to one of the girls on that list it's not a necklace it's a useless (laughs) so um i still didn't find like a purpose for it in the demo but they're just gonna mail you uh like a the real version of that necklace with a (laughs) with a handwritten note congratulations for playing i was also kind of rushing through because when you're being pursued by one of those vampire ladies like it's rough it's uh, you know it's a little frantic because it's a bug swarm that turns into a lady but that bug swarm is always around and so you're just trying to get away from from that bug swarm. I have emptied clips into her. It does nothing except like maybe makes her go away temporarily. But really, you got to get away from the swarm. Well, like I mean, ev- every Resident Evil game that I've played, <laughs> dumping the clip really does nothing. Yeah, pretty much. You just got to kind of run away. Uh, there was a point where I had to fight, though, once I uh, got into the uh, prison underneath the castle like in the lower levels of the castle it's called the dungeon the yeah the dungeon um oh with the dragons the uh um there are a bunch of mobs down there that like you have to get past them and they just kind of overwhelm you there's there's a lot of them so you really have to like there's no running from that fight but so pretty fun when really gorgeous out? Uh, comes out on Thursday. Damn. So coming real soon. Maybe some of these. You know what sucks is that like nobody I work with is gonna get it. <laughs> so I won't have anyone to even talk to about that. Yeah, not way. one person. The the one guy, the one guy that I talk to about video games, is more of a sports game guy, and so I don't really get uh, a whole lot of talk about and Call of Duty. <laughs> Hey, this game's the exact same one as last year, Call man. Of Madden. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Ball at War. I love how this game never changes. <laughs> no, no, no. It changes because the hairstyle options are up to date now. And yeah, you can finally do a mullet. I can have a green high back. top fade. So yeah, my life is pretty much going to be Returnal and Resident Evil 8 come Thursday. Uh, because I'm super enjoying Returnal. Mm. And I'm sold 100%. Uh, I'm definitely gonna be playing a ton of resident evil 8 i'm very excited for both of those games yeah except i probably will never play resident evil 8 because i'm sure it'll scare me you pre-ordered it on the playstation what's that you pre-ordered it on playstation yeah yeah nice yeah yeah because uh i have been playing all the demos on the ps5 and you You ever use your xbox I mean, I really have the Xbox for Game Pass. You know, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't really buy a lot of things on Xbox because Game Pass. Yeah. There's a new game on Game Pass. Um, it's a pre-release. like It's basically uh, like a beta type of game. Xbox is doing that with certain titles now. Uh, it's called uh, Second Extinction, and it's a first-person, like kind of open-world, three-person uh, dinosaur shooting game. And you... You had me at di- dinosaurs in like a post-apocalyptic earth and it's really <laughs> fucking fun you had me at dinosaur shooting game yeah it's what it'll scratch all your like turok itches and any sort of other first person there uh, was a game and you should download it and we can play it together okay it, and they're like quick runs you know it's not like sure you know 
be fun. There was a Shoot game raptors. that I have on your dress that to I, hunt dinosaurs. Actually, I am dressed <laughs> to hunt dinosaurs. Um, dress for the job that you want, not for the one that you have. There's a game that I have on Steam, professor. and I can't remember <laughs> the name of the game, but it inserts dinosaurs into World War II. Uh, you mean Kung Fury? That's what I'm hearing too. <laughs> Uh, I can't for the life of me remember what it's called, but I, I love, you know, alternate reality kind of things where it's like uh, the dinosaurs were uh, uh, really instrumental in, in fighting. The war. <laughs> so it's a weird prequel to uh, Cadillacs and dinosaurs. Then. Yeah, right. It's uh, Pan- Panzer Strikes and dinosaurs. Yeah. See, I always think of that of the first Jurassic, the new Jurassic, first new Jurassic Park with the Chris yeah. Pratt in it and the ridiculousness of the bad guys fucking plan to create a regiment of the army that are just pure velociraptors, but it might work in world war two. Yeah. Right. It would actually work then when you couldn't just Moab yeah. <laughs> carpet bomb. The this group is of- a Panzersaurus. <laughs> <laughs> it's very strong. Is engineered to also be blonde. So, uh, Tyler, why don't you tell us about this, uh, beer that you just cracked open? So, it looks like the old Shadowrun logo. Because I have zero ability to uh, control the my words that come out of your mouth, apparently. And that. <laughs> um, I was at the store and I saw this beer from Anchorage Brewing Company called 10 Years. And it was $50. So I was like, well, I got to try it. And you'll never get those 10 years back either. <laughs> no. <laughs> $50 for that bottle. For this bottle. For this one bottle. Did you get that at the fancy gas station? Yes, I did. All right, all right. Finished on coconut Madisca- ben- Madagascar vanilla beans, cinnamon, and cocoa nibs. So well, I figured either it's going to be very disappointing. What, what is it? It is. It says 10 Beer. years. It's a barley wine. It is. Brewed and bottled. It, um... Malt liquor. It is bourbon barrel, a blend of several vintages of bourbon barrel aged imperial stouts and barley wines. Mm. Anaconda malt liquor gives you. So I figured we'd all take a little bit of a little bit of it and see if it's actually worth the $50. Yeah, right. So I hope you guys don't mind, but I'm going to go first. It is your, you are, you are the, uh, the financier of this expedition. he, He hates it. It's interesting. Not worth $50. Tyler's <laughs> hate it. Learned yeah. how they took uh, 10 years a, to brew one single, drink with this weird trick. I don't think that there is a single bottle of beer <laughs> that would be Woo! worth $50. I, mean, I don't it's like barley wine. It's a, it's a 16. Mm, I love soy sauce. 15, 15%. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan. No. I, well, I don't like Imperial Stouts. And they're, they're bitter. It tastes like somebody poured um, a stout into my Yoohoo. Yeah. <laughs> Here, Ryan. And then spit in it. In a metal container. So, and left uh, it in the sun. For 10 years. Really nice uh, <laughs> caramel smell. It's, it and tastes, the, it's actually to not, not refrigerate it. He said to let it was, was refrigerated already. And he said to let it get warm. He said to let it warm. He was punking you. Yeah, you got, was it Aston Kutcher? Yes. Shit, I thought I'd recognize That's not bad, that. but it does it, have. It would be better cold, a, yeah, right? Yeah. It would probably be better cold. I, I would I would casually Look, I was drink. There is a lot of complexity in that. Uh, I was following flavor, his ex- instructions. Mm. He said, "Put it on the side for you know thirty minutes. Let it sit in your car. It, not, it wasn't in my. Car. <laughs> well, I mean, it was there on the way here, but 
It wasn't in my car. Did I, he tell you I, to shake it before opening too? Yeah, he did. <laughs> did, he, did he tell you to drink it while you're driving? And then no, throw the bottle. I'm starting of to realize because I, I don't so think hey, that man was your friend. <laughs> Poof. So next time, next time you're eyeballing a video game, and you're like, well, I don't know, it's not on sale. You bought a fifty dollar bottle. I did buy a fifty dollar. <laughs> you did. And hey, at the end of the day, that's the point. <laughs> and if, hey, if you're into spending money. Um, Snailmate just got a new batch of hot sauce yesterday, so... And I'm, how? Mm-hmm. Why did you not bring any? Of, we, <laughs> oh, there, I oh, brought them. Oh, okay. That gonna, cash uh, I handed you earlier was for a bottle. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you could have. You how easily could have. How much are you, uh, are you Are you? guys selling those for again? We're selling for $12. Wait, wait, into the microphone? Uh, for $12. <laughs> for a bottle Which is Snailmate way stress cheaper sauce, than this 10-year beer. Yeah. And it'll last you longer. And it'll actually taste good. Well... It'll it'll last you longer depending on how you use it. Mm -hmm. If you're tempted to just fucking chug it down, which you will be. If you're tempted to bathe in it, which you might be. I I only go through hot sauce real fast uh, if I'm eating eggs all the time. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. uh, I have been using it uh, uh, habitually on my breakfast. Always. I mean, I'm known to put hot sauce on my oatmeal from time to time. True story. You can talk to Zeke about that one. (laughs) Um, but I don't know if I want to heartburn it. Desperate way to get any amount of flavor out of your fucking oatmeal. It would be good on like a almost like a uh, kind of a your a cinnamon cinnamony uh, oatmeal. I think it would actually be really good on there because it would darken it up and be a breakfast. It's a breakfast Um, sauce. I now that uh, we have uh, a giant fucking box of pizza puffs. Um, <laughs> because when Jasmine uh, was shopping for the grid, right, and we added pizza puffs to the menu, uh, she found it at the chef store that she always goes to. Uh, <laughs> on restaurant her way to work. supply, one more, yeah, restaurant supply and stuff nice. like that. And Just apparently, they had pizza puffs this much. whole time. We had no idea. That is like, and uh, so Ooh. she sent me a picture from the chef store. I was like, yes. I go mm. get me one. She goes, they're fifty one dollars. I'm like. I don't care. Get me one. Yeah, but how many are in? Are in a forty-eight? That's a deal, then. Wait, what is a pizza puff then? Pizza puff is like it's like a to- oh. it's like a toaster strudel with pizza in it. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was for some reason I was not thinking pizza of, rolls. Yeah, I was thinking of pizza. No, rolls. I was thinking like, pizza rolls. I was like, not friend, pizza you rolls. got ripped off. <laughs> no, pizza <laughs> puffs. Let are, me introduce you. It's, it's a little roll place it's a called giant fries. Pizza roll. Pizza puffs are something that I love from my childhood. Uh, you can find them all over in the Midwest, specifically in Illinois uh, at the Vienna sausages oh. uh, places. I think the healthiest um, food is from the middle. I always thought it was wrapped in uh, puff pastry, but it's actually a flour tortilla. Uh, really? And it is uh, deep fried, and so it bubbles up. Oh. And uh, uh, in Wisconsin, you can find pizza puffs at like gas stations and stuff like that, but you, they bake them, and they're horrible baked. Uh, they absolutely have to be deep fried. Uh-huh. And it can be difficult to track them down, in, even in Wisconsin, you know, where they're deep fried properly. Hey, that regional food game, though, like some people go to extreme lengths. There was uh, one time um, a buddy of mine, uh, my buddy Kevin. Um, he, so he's got family in Chicago. And every time that his mom comes, she'll like try to she'll bring out back a frozen pizza from this pizza place they go to. They don't do frozen pizza. They do this especially for her. Yeah. And I remember just standing around in my kitchen at like 11 o'clock at night, just like eagerly awaiting this been in the real oven. Chicago <laughs> It's been in the oven for like pizza. two hours because it's so big. No, no, it, it wasn't a deep dish. It was, okay. it was real Chicago pizza. Okay. 
um, almost like Detroit. I mean, it's cut. It's cut correctly. Real Chicago pizza is deep dish. <laughs> no, that's the one that they're famous for. But the they're Chicago that... regular style pizza. Yeah. Too. Any, anyways, this pizza was worth someone carrying this thing with them for hours. You know, the same day. It, it was worth. It was one hundred percent worth it. it so, was it, so good. Would you say it was more worth? Than the fifty dollars beer that I oh one hundred percent yeah I'm sorry man I'm sorry dude, we should do you, a new uh, game it's kind of like when I is it spent, worth it fucked up it's yeah. kind of like when I spent like seventy five dollars getting cheese curd shipped to, cheese curds shipped here from Wisconsin that's fair I that was there's, worth it. there's that one that one service that's on uh that I always see advertised on Facebook like gold belly or yeah yeah i've seen that, that as well and they always show like just incredibly delicious looking things that make me really upset it was yeah. like that time that like Kay- I, like, kaylin and i ordered a sturgeon fresh from the black sea mm-hmm. and it we had to kill it ourselves it was that fresh it so just fresh. flew at us nine hundred thousand dollars <laughs> for one bite of salty eggs but it was worth it mm-hmm. kaylin's the big spender regional i'm so rich <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you can only afford food in one area of the country? How provincial. <laughs> do, you, do you buy all of your foods at Fry's or AJ's? So when you serve the pizza puffs at the grid, you deep fry them? Yeah. When you make them here, how do you do it? Deep fry them. Oh, yeah, you got a little fry daddy or yeah. something. Do you think that... Do you have an air fryer? No. Uh, I wonder how they would be in an air fryer. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Because air fryers are actually pretty sweet. I've and they one. are in vogue. They're not good in the microwave? Uh, probably not. It doesn't sound like something I'd want to microwave. Yeah. It's like it's microwave pizza you, rolls. Like you definitely want to deep fry when you're it. you drunk, even, though. Yo, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> you can't deep fry when you're drunk. Well, to be fair, you don't need a deep fryer in order de- to deep fry things at home. You know, you don't need no instructions to know how to rock, neither. Um... But yeah, I, so we have a, a box of them that I have wanted to try with the uh, stress sauce. Mm. No, oh, yeah. that might be pretty good. Speaking of the amount of hot sauce people eat, because that was something I wanted to comment. I eat so much hot sauce, it's insane. Like, So yeah. I may go through that entire bottle. In a you week. know what the next move is, is for you guys to have your own brand of Pepto-Bismol. Yes. <laughs> for, order the market. That's for horizontal. all the aging fans. Horizontal Absolutely. economic expansion. Yeah. Oh, man. Poof. Then you you tally that into some microwave microwave burritos, and then you get laxatives to help people poop. Cause the problem, sell the solution. Exactly. Smart. See, this is. Just I'm taking business. notes. Business. <laughs> Are you? I don't see a notepad. I'll, re- I'll watch this again later. You know, <laughs> he has a stenographer. They're just not allowed inside um, the house. Yeah, my, my secretary is at home watching on Twitch. <laughs> sure. Um. The. Uh, uh, yeah, th- with the bottle that you gave me, I'm like pretty close to out. I could probably drink your hot sauce. Yeah, honestly, it is very easy, uh, and very tasty. Like it's, it's, Boy, it's not overwhelming. It's almost like they have hot sauce for blood, right? Mm. I didn't even pay these people to say these wonderful things about my hot sauce. <laughs> not yet. Anyway, hey, no, I, 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 genuinely, second, I, I have, to, I have to get it in frame. So I mean, usually. <laughs> Usually my go-to, usually my go-to is uh, like a Cholula or yeah. something like that. Cholula you know? is a solid grocery store. I, I like the uh, chili lime uh, Cholula. Ooh, I think so good. I think my my standard go-to, not made by somebody hot sauce, is probably Arizona Gunslinger. 
Mm. Gunslinger is good. It actually gets spicy too. Those higher the the most spicy one that they have is fucking ridiculous. Well, it's chunky. It's Arizona. And it goes great on huevos rancheros. Oh, it's so. And good I'm a Tabasco this. man when it if I have to really? go to the store. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like oh. Tabasco. I like Tabasco. So, uh, I can't remember if I've talked about this drink before uh, or not on the podcast. But uh, there's a, a drink that I actually uh, learned about from a bartender at the Hody uh, in uh, Colorado in Fort Collins, and uh, he had called it. I can't even remember now. It was, yeah, mm, you're selling it's me not out. coming. I'm loving it. But basically, it, basically, it's uh, in a rocks glass, um, like half rocks, half whiskey, oh. half uh, peach schnapps, and a uh, bunch of Tabasco. That actually sounds really good. I, I made a drink sp- spicy peach on the just- snail mate show. On Tuesday, called uh, Bentley was making pizza quesadillas, so I made an Italian Mexican cocktail called El Chapillo, and it's tequila, uh, aperol, which is an Italian aperitif, yep. um, fresh squeezed lime juice, a little bit of uh, Angostura bitters, and a dash of Tabasco. It's fucking so fucking good. Now, did That's you just really so randomly good. decide to do that, or had you f- looked up the recipe for this pre I looked up the recipe. Okay. No. <laughs> I was like, did you name and invent this drink? Oh, no, 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 no. Holy do shit, you, no wonder why do we don't have, have a signature fans. drink. Uh, this guy's no, over here making his I own don't. drinks. <laughs> I'm, uh, we are making dessert uh, enchiladas for the next Snailmate show, and I think I'm going to do a... I'm going to try and invent a drink. I was thinking about it on the way here, using stress sauce and like maybe like a Bailey's Kahlua type of thing. So it'll oh. be like a, a spicy dessert drink that'll go with the dessert. Mm, how exotic! See, my favorite hot sauce that I have just from the store that's no one. It's I think it's Maria's hot sauce. Oh yeah. Oh um, is it like Mar- in Marie like Sharps. a this is, this is Marie little, Sharps? Marie Sharps Marie is Sharps. the shit. Okay, that that's not what I was thinking. That about. stuff like like the Marie Sharps habanero oh, I'm hot Melinda's. sauce. Yeah. Is ridiculous and like oh, at I fries. Think, I think we have a bottle of that. That stuff is yeah. so good. Marie Sharps good. from Belize. My brother's actually in Belize right now. He sent me a, a picture. He's like, Do you have all these hot sauces? And they're all the Marie Sharps. <laughs> Does Marie he believe in life after love? Yeah. <laughs> uh, he and does you, believe in a, believes in a thing called love, though. You recently um, did a blind uh test on some sweet potato uh hot sauces yes yes my my yam slam uh yeah the the uh, sweet potato hot i had never heard of like a dessert hot sauce but Mm -hmm. that second one sounded really really tasty yeah there was a one called the uh i can't can't think of it one from um anomaly fermentary in south carolina is really good um oh it's called what's the yams Super, super delicious. Tastes exactly like a uh, like a sweet potato pie. Um, and then there's some other ones like Chipotle uh, roasted sweet potato hot sauces that are just they're really tasty and they yep. taste unlike anything you've ever had. You know before. what we should do? We mm. should make do... a hot sauce called Yamcha's Wolfang Fist. <laughs> you know, no, but yes. <laughs> That's well, there, there, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> no, I would say we, we, we should do like our own kind of like hot ones kind of thing, but like our podcast and we have to just like every 10 minutes or so we have to each of us have to take a hot, hotter 
uh, hot sauce. We'll, we'll bring, we'll bring obviously I've, snail mate hot sauce. I've got it all. Here. I've got. So Kaylin and I uh, have, uh, Kaylin came up with the idea, but uh, we've been talking about this for, uh, God, probably a couple of years now, or a little over a year anyway. Um, Still counts. Where we uh, have bands come in and have everyone, you know, like, to uh, uh, chip with a, a really and hot, hot sauce and then play a song. Yes, that'd be sweet. I actually saw a video. I was uh, deep diving into a bunch of uh, Ash Nico's videos who you share a resemblance with, as in you have incredibly long blue hair. Um, she's she's really uh, funny, kind of young lady rapper. Um, but uh, I w- was watching her videos and she was on some show where she bit into like a habanero or like a ghost pepper and then performed her song and it was incredibly hilarious yeah. and so i don't know i need to check if that's a whole series that they have and if it's not i mean I think it's it definitely is. something we need to do I would, there's yeah. also i, I think it's the london philharmonic or that's a different thing but i saw that, that one the where one they where all, all of them eat the, all the people in the orchestra play <laughs> that was really um, good and they're yeah still- <laughs> There, there are a couple of show ideas uh, in the works, that being one of them. And uh, hopefully we're going to actually uh, start getting work done on the uh, Casita. So we'll actually have a studio. So we'll take uh, a letter, Casita. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I guess I may as well I'm talk all, about this. Always um, down for braving the ring of fire for my friends. I've been uh, wanting to do a show that's based on the British show Taskmaster where Greg Davies has uh, five of his comedian friends come on and sets them to ridiculous tasks that sometimes, you know, they get a little creative and uh, like, you know, when you get, when you're delivered a task, you start reading what the task doesn't, you know, what, what limitations there aren't, right. As opposed to what limitations there are. So you can think real creatively. It's like, well, technically, the you know, while everyone will go with their initial term interpretation, which would be the common interpretation of you know whatever the task may be, uh, the uh, creative ones will be like, well, technically, it didn't say I couldn't do X, you know, thing. And so they'll be the one where everyone's like, oh, it's cheap, it's cheating. Well, the, you weren't, you know, it wasn't in the fucking. You know guidelines. I'm sold 100. <laughs> <laughs> percent But actually, but I want to I want to make a a version of it uh, that is ga- video game centric called Game Master, <laughs> where I set you guys to uh, tasks. You have um, to wear a robe <laughs> and that. Yep. <laughs> yeah. No, I know exactly fez. what you guys you are have to wear. About. You have to wear a robe and that fez. <laughs> and you have to be and the game master. I set you guys to tasks, and uh, no, the, he, some he of can't. them. He can't wear a robe. He has to look like the dude from Iron Chef. <laughs> Some of the but instead of a chef hat, he has to wear. No, 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 no. He's look like like the presenter guy with the uh, oh. um, with the Nero jacket yeah, yeah. And, yes. and the black gloves. And he's got a instead of holding an apple, it has to be like like a like a joystick or something. Something <laughs> tall. That guy was in uh, John John Wick Three. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that guy. He's he, he. It's like every time that I think about watching. Enter the Dragon. I'm really just thinking about how that guy is not the guy, the bad guy from Enter the Dragon, and how he should have been. Right. Although he was probably a baby. Yeah. Um. 
but yeah, I it's you know guy. <laughs> we all, I want to do the game master thing, and I want to do the musicians eat hot shit, and then try and do normal music. And it would it all like, work really well in the casino. And then you combine them all together. <laughs> game master, while we're all eating hot yeah, right. chili. Game master may ask you to perform a task while you know, after having eaten something like a ghost pepper or something like that. Look, I'm always down for doing something that makes me eat something really spicy. <laughs> and um, I'm always down to laugh at Tyler doing anything that's difficult for him. Hey, Just this like, is actually something I'm good at. <laughs> unlike speaking and telling yeah, jokes. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Asshole! It was all fine until Tyler See, look, opened I his was, mouth. I was sober before, now I can talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. You had to lube it up a little uh, exactly. bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little uh, social lubricant. Oh, it's been a long week, okay? Yeah. Also, okay, I have a story from last week. The reason I wasn't here. <laughs> It is a long, sad story and annoying as hell. Oh, you're lucky you're watching family videos again, huh? <laughs> no. So last week, I had to get my house ready because my, my girlfriend's moving in, which I'm sure I that haven't watched sad. last week's episode. <laughs> Everyone point and laugh. Tyler has a girlfriend. Now, Nerd. Nerd. as is customary, I shall be step- stepping down. Uh, from my position on the Topless Robot podcast. On the Topless Robot He-Man Woman Haters Club. <laughs> I am sorry. Well, it, it's like the story of uh, the founder of uh, 8chan who was oh, yeah. previously a mod on, yeah. or like a, ran an some incel group. An incel group. Yeah, yeah. And he had to leave the group because he had sex. Splinter incel. Poor guy. <laughs> you hate to see it happen. Um, but no. So last week, honestly, this last two years kind of sucked a little bit. In a lot of ways. And I kind of went on one of those depression, not cleaning binges. And uh, my garage was a massive trash pile. <laughs> it was very bad. Is so last with- week I was like, I have to get rid of this. I have to do it. And Saturday I already had something going on. So I'm like, okay, I have to do it Sunday. Sorry, guys. Not going to be on the podcast. No, I, I'm glad you have the self-awareness to know when you are a disgusting hoarder. Yeah. <laughs> also, a lot of people don't. I mean, you're I mean only that like five years away from being able to hire teenagers in your neighborhood to do it for you for cheap. It's true. And have a TV show made about it. Yeah. But this time I did it myself and I went to I went to Home Depot and I rented a van that cost way too much money because Home Depot was the only one that had anything available at that on Sunday. Hmm. Um. Get back home. My roommate, Stefan, being really cool, helping me throw shit into the van. Threw it, like, literally threw an entire, like, van's load of cardboard boxes and other random shit into, like, literally stuffed from top to bottom, back to front. It was disgusting. Fun fact. It was all Little Caesars pizza boxes, wasn't it? (laughs) No, actually, they were, like, meal boxes from uh, Factor and Freshly. Uh, Fun fact. In Arizona... There is only one landfill that is open on Sunday. Only one. Every other landfill is completely closed on Sunday. It's down in like East Chandler, isn't it? It's, yeah. Oh, you it's, see, that, that's the one I live next to. So for I was confused. I was like, wait a minute. Why are, why are landfills closed on Sundays? <laughs> that's the only <laughs> that's one that's open. Only it's one the yes. It's over off of uh, McQueen and uh, Queen Creek. And that's the only one that's open on Sunday. And you're only allowed to dump there if you have a Chandler address and pay for Chandler waste. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. You, so, you should have you should have hit me up. I would have given you some mail. <laughs> I didn't know that until I got there. 
and I like they're like he, the dude at the front is just like, hey, where do you live? I'm like, Gilbert. He's like, now nah, you can't dump here. I'm like, what? Why? Only Chandler residents. I'm like, what the fuck? Why can't I? <laughs> really? Okay, can so, I give you money? I have money. And he's like, no, I can't let you dump here. I'm like, okay. So what do you know where? Parking lot like, did you dump all that no, shit in? You live in Gilbert. <laughs> and then I'm just like, oh, that's great. So I had this entire van filled to the brim with fucking cardboard boxes and shit. And I just, I get out and I sit down. And I'm like Googling. I'm like looking up trash collecting services. And there's nothing. Absolutely fucking nothing. And I just had to go back home and unpack this entire van and put it all back into my garage. <laughs> oh, man. And then return the fucking truck, which costs $70 to fucking rent. Wow. And by that dude. point. That's almost, that's like one and a half beers. I know. I could have had <laughs> 1.5 of these. And Cutting then I looked, out the, I looked out and looked out. The kicker was like, okay, maybe I can make the fucking. A podcast. I look down. It's three o'clock, and I'm still driving the truck back to Superstition, fucking nowhere. I'm just like smelling like this trash. was a fucking shit day. <laughs> so that is what I went through, and I'm sorry for missing the podcast last week. Well, I mean, our the podcast last week was more of a dumpster fire than your dumpster fire, right? For was it? it? I was don't it? remember. He wasn't there. Oh, that's what he yeah. wants to hear. Oh, I was yeah, going to yeah. say it was a smashing oh, success. I was say, you missed sure, the podcast, sure. but the podcast did miss you. But that's mean. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> trying to make him feel good before destroying. We him spent again. half an hour. We spent half an hour talking about uh, Mortal Kombat and what uh, fighting, games which might I finally make a good saw. Movie. Oh, okay. Did you guys like it? You know, you liked it. You yeah. hated it. I didn't. I, I thought I thought it was really stupid. Did, was, you guys, uh, did we have a big conversation? Full disclosure, I haven't watched last week's episode. Because uh, we, yeah, I mean, okay. I'm down to talk about it with you since I saw it. I think, uh, two days I think ago. it's a good video game movie. I, I thought it was a great video game movie. I thought it was top three. I, the Detective Pikachu. Sonic, I remembered immediately Kombat. where I saw the, their OC character they made. The guy, the actor that played him. Oh, yeah. He was in the first episode of Kim's Convenience. Was he uh, really? Yeah, he, he was the 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 guy the guy that she goes on she goes on a date with. Oh my god! And yeah, because I saw it, and I was he's like, a good looking Asian. I, I was like, I was like, that, that sounds no, a that, racist. that's not that's not him. <laughs> no, he's very. That's good not him. And, and, and he, it, it's not, he didn't say he's good looking for an Asian. Okay, yeah. that's <laughs> so it makes sense that he was like a yeah a okay. guy on that show who was like a like a hot guy. Okay, yeah. you could say that I'm, I'm a good looking Asian if you really want to, Tyler. It wouldn't be it wouldn't offend me. I'm just saying you you would just look good looking. Well, anyways, his <laughs> dumb Aquaman costume, uh, that stupid like yeah yeah like, oh, his armor yeah that he's his his Arcana yeah that the Arcana <laughs> thing was so fucking dumb yes your thoughts Tyler I didn't think it was that dumb I thought it was pretty but mostly because I mean honestly Mortal Kombat's lore and story is fairly nonsensical how it dare is, you <laughs> it, 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 so I lowered my my expectations were here. And then the first time that that Kano cracked a joke, I, it had already surpassed my expectations. I did like Kano. <laughs> mm. And then I also watched the original Mortal Kombat yesterday to kind of compare notes. Um, I'd only watched the original. And, and the, the, the Kano, both Kanos, uh, both Kanos were about the same. I disagree. As, as I far as, as, far as uh, the kind of acting, granted, new Kano had more dialogue. Uh, and wasn't just uh, <laughs> and then ducks behind a corner and then <laughs> and then dies. Um, 
In this one, it was, <laughs> then he ducks around a corner and then he makes some jokes and he hangs out with the main characters and then he leaves and then he's, <laughs> like, I'm just, and then he dies. The one line of when he gets his power, I fucking lost my, my mind. <laughs> it's way better than fireballs. <laughs> uh, I did watch uh, Mortal Kombat Scorpion's Revenge, which is a Warner Brothers animation movie. They just put it on HBO Max. I saw it was there. I didn't watch it yet. Um, it's incredibly violent. Like the kills are all very like x-ray style. Like sometimes they'll go slow motion and you'll yeah. see their skulls explode and cute. Uh, Scorpions cutting people in half and you see their brain splitting in half and so but it's like WB animation where they're kind of angular characters and Mm -hmm. stuff Uh, Johnny Cage is really funny in it Um, it's actually pretty good yeah I've heard good things about it I know uh, uh, is it a movie or is it a show it's an animated movie Uh, ABGN did a review of it and and said that he really liked it Mm -hmm. on uh, Cinemasker's channel I, I, I knew going into firing up Mortal Kombat the new one about what to expect. Um, what did you think? Their tr- the trailer was incredibly misleading about for yeah. the rest of the movie. Also, like more so than most movies. It felt like that the third act of the movie, when the movie just kind of you know was over, it just stopped, kind of stopped. The third round, you mean? Yeah, it, <laughs> uh, the tiebreaker. Final uh, round. It's um. Final round. It felt like the movie was cut in half. Like they're. Should have been like uh, more. some of the characters in Mortal Kombat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I do kind of wish that. Also, the Sub Zero Scorpion thing was stupid. I so disagree. It was so good. No, it was so dumb. The Sub Zero Scorpion like subplot you mean the was beginning? amazing. Yes, and the, the beginning end. and the end. <laughs> it was two different moves. Okay, look. Here's the thing. If you're looking, if you're going into Mortal Kombat and expecting how to or cinema. You are wrong. Like <laughs> you go in expecting funny jokes, horrible violence and blood. And you know, it's this this laissez-faire attitude that fans have that just really keeps this is cinema why down. Video game movies, you know, will never uh, be elevated to, uh, uh, to art. Yeah, because yeah. of people like you. Like someday there could have been expect more. There could have there could be a video game movie that is as important to film as like Metropolis. Or um, Wayne's World 2. And the, it's not uh, coming from Yui Bowl. No. I'm curious no, as to how the Last of Us series on HBO is going to be. Yeah, they I think cast that'll... Pedro Pascal as Joel. And they're bringing in showrunners and directors who are known for some prestige uh, I think that that will films. go very well. And especially because HBO's original series are always done very well. Yeah. yeah. It seems like they're really putting a lot of care into it just to make it a do... dramatic series. I hope that they don't do the exact same story that first Last of Us is. I feel like in this case, and again, it's not that I expect video game movies to not be head to her cinema. It's that I 100% expect a Mortal Kombat movie Mm. (laughs) to not be head to her cinema. Mortal Kombat could be classy. No, it can't. With a K. (laughs) It's the definition of not classy. But classy with a K. Last of <laughs> Hey, it could be like classy like a nice strip mall on the outside of town. Okay. <laughs> Last of Us, I hope that they do something unique with it and make, yeah. make it interesting. Well, I think Pedro Pascal, he's well. just so hot right now. So Coming hot right off now. that fantastic success of Wonder Woman 1984. He was the best part of that movie, in my opinion. <laughs> he was. And it's um, not just based on the fact uh, that I think he's the, hot. I'll watch the Mortal Kombat movie a hundred times over. Um, than ra- rather than see Wonder Woman 1984 Yeah, again. I'm going to watch it again mm-hmm. because 
Uh, it's a video game movie. It was dumb, so I can put it on while I do things in the background. Yep. Like, it, it, it has a function. It's, you know, just... It's too bad I don't have a DVD copy Some of it. Some of the choices were incredibly questionable with the KW. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that they we didn't need um, that guy, Cole, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. We, Cole we, Young. We didn't need him. There's just, so just many make, characters to Yeah, just from. pick Luke Kang, like like the first yeah. one. Or Johnny Cage. Yeah, or just pick one. Yeah. Hell, I, I would have been fine with Sonya Blade. Yeah. Just, yeah, any, why can't she be the main character? Yeah. Just normal, yeah, he was a little person. bit of she the... Even, she didn't even, she didn't even have the dragon market until the end. Yeah, no laser eyes Sexist. or robot appendages. She doesn't have a hat to throw. I mean, she's got knives, but... I don't think that movie passed the... Bechdel, Bechdel test. test. No. It did not. Melina certainly didn't help. <laughs> Isn't the Bechdel test... You had to have two women talking to each other or something like two that? Two women don't talk to each other in this movie. Nope. But there are, in fact, two women... talk to each other about something other than a man. She talks to the... Uh, Katana? What, what's her, was it Katana? Melina. Melina. She talks to Melina. <laughs> Did they? Did they talk? Alfred Melina was in this film? <laughs> they were on the ground and she said, I'm going to kick your ass or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that counts. Uh, is, that, is that the Bechdel test? Doesn't that no. technically count? <laughs> uh, also, it has to be, I think there's a time uh, element. There's uh, time length and um, then the subject matter. I'm, I'm time length and gen I'm mostly yeah. joking. Uh, I watched um, and I hadn't even heard about this coming out but apparently it's brand new uh it's a bbc america production uh oh. that you can watch on amc it's called the watch and it takes place in Discworld. oh i saw your facebook post i i don't want to have to watch it on amc because i i just want it in my brain already because <laughs> it's Discworld. um I'm pretty sure you but i'm gonna give it the a, only one give it a chance what the joke is about you read Discworld. No. You read this world? Mm-mm. I haven't read this world. Does it make any mention to that? No. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, you're the only one who gets that joke. <laughs> well, okay. All right. Okay. Um, that, that's cool. I I really loved it, and uh, it made me download the first, or it made me uh, download the first watch book, uh, the first book that follows the watch. Mm. Um, it's been such a long time since I've anything Discworld related that. I've never read any of them. There are 41 Discworld stories. That's why. Woo! Uh, most of them novels, some of them short stories. And uh, um, there are eight that feature the watch. Who's the uh, author of Discworld? Uh, Terry, Terry Pratchett. Terry Pratchett. That's right. He wrote all of the Discworld stories? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and his, so Discworld, he died in 2015. Yeah. Or 2018? He died in 2018. Just before um, he did not die last week, but he did not die. Just before ten years um, ago, wasn't he the second author for uh, like Neil Gaiman and him? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good omens for good omens. Yeah. Yes. Um, He's funny. I like the way he writes. So uh, I have thoroughly been enjoying his writing, like a lot. It's great, um, right? It's, it's just it's fun. So it just makes you, make, makes you feel good. Um. So it, it's basically put me down the disc, uh, Discworld rabbit hole. I'm going to end up reading all of them because I've I've never not, read not a bad I'm hole to, to fall I into. You haven't been reading much lately over the last few years. <laughs> I haven't a lot, but I've you know you I read, bought a Kindle. I've you uh, read Neuromancer, you know, right? Trying to uh, I have in the past, but uh, I haven't since you gave me a copy. Mm-hmm. I'm like halfway through. Um, another thing that I got actually a few weeks ago. Is it a book? 
uh, Hellblazer book one. Yes, uh, so good. Collection. Is that a so strategy good. guide for uh... <laughs> Prima <laughs> Ultimate Guides? Because I really like I realized that I would like I've never been a DC guy. Um, and I realized that I uh, didn't really know a whole lot about Constantine. Oh, man. Constantine. Constantine has tight. become probably my favorite comic book. So character. I, you know, bought the first one. collection. I think one. there are three trade paperbacks that uh, collect uh, hmm. um, worthwhile, you know, like important storylines yeah, and yeah. things like that. So uh, this has his first appearance in Swamp Thing and uh, things like that. You, the um, the you, one thing that as a comic book nerd I'm super glad for is the internet and trade paperbacks because having to buy individual issues fucking sucks. Yeah, yeah. It blows. We need to stop romanticizing this like, well, I need this one issue. That's the collector element. Yeah. You I know, mean, like if you, you just the want cover. the fucking story, well, those, then those crazy variant covers in the paperback. 90s are awesome. They are. But you need, if, if you're getting going down the Hellblazer Constantine route, uh, you need to, to listen to the audiobook for uh, fucking uh, Sandman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do that. Oh, my God. I've continued re- listening to it recently because I have started actually being able to listen to audiobooks. And well, my friend's holy me. fuck, it's so good. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> holy shit. It's from Potential Spam. Which, I don't <laughs> well, know that that's guy. a cool hey, book, Ryan. This is Potential Spam. I brought my book today. <laughs> And I'm sure Tyler, really Tyler it looks like a dummy's book from here. It is not. It is the design of everyday things. And on the front of it is the, sa- is the sadist coffee pot. There's a whole there's this artist that designed a bunch of shit that uh, this is not about that. This is just funny. Um, but uh, oh, here. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's yellow with uh, with red and, and the, the, it, it definitely looks it like feels a- very much like a book. Um well, I'd hope it'd feel like a bug. It'd be weird if it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> I, I started taking a, a, a like a UX design course uh, online and they keep quoting this book. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm just going to read it. <laughs> and it's been really, really interesting. I recommend. Uh, I think you might dig it. You might dig it. I think you would dig it. <laughs> and I think you at home might dig it as well. Uh, Can you dig it? So Can we you dig it? Are at the end of the episode. Um, what uh, games have uh, you guys been playing this week? I have really not played a whole lot of games this week. Uh, I've just been kind of busy with stuff at work, but I did find a little bit of time to continue uh, with Star Wars, and um, I'm continuing to plod my way through Mega Man ZX Advent. Because, <laughs> you sound so excited uh, about this. It, it's just dorkier than I remember. It has a lot of <laughs> unnecessary voice acting in it. That's just like <laughs> this is why that this is why most Mega Man games shouldn't have had voice acting, uh, and it's bad. The game is okay. What about you, um, I haven't been playing a lot this week. Um, I played a little bit more in Fallout seventy six. Just kind of going through that. <laughs> I've, I'm enjoying treating it like a solo Fallout game. Um, <laughs> And just kind of walking around in my in my own direction. Um, it's almost heaven, West Virginia. Right. <laughs> uh, I played a little bit of uh, Second Extinction, so I got to kill some dinosaurs, which was... Something, in, something, Shenandoah River. It, which was nice. Um, and then on the Stamit show, I gave we gave uh, Dark Side Detective another go. Once I figured out what was wrong with my computer and why the stream failed last week, he still hates it. And uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's, it, was a, it was a great game, and Bentley did this makeup look. 
based on the entrance of this carnival and one of the uh, the the stories on there, and it went over really well. And the developers and stuff retweeted it and with the pictures and stuff, and it was it was a really good experience. Hell yeah, yeah. A really good time. Nice. Well, I already went off on my Pokemon Snap journey earlier. Yeah. Hmm. That's what I've been playing. It's been great. Uh, but I did uh, just to kind of give a little bit of a different thing. Um, I had been watching Shadow and Bone on Netflix. A nice young adult fantasy type show. Blech. It's really fucking good. <laughs> I really love it. Watched like five episodes in like one night. <laughs> young adult. Blech. I know. It's super young adulty too. And it's got uh, high school drama. Ben, ben I Barnes. mean, Lock and Key is basically young adult and that's fucking that's awesome. Yeah, well that one is like I have had personal beef. Aloha. I have had a yeah, I've had <laughs> I've had personal beef with with YA ever since I was a child because it always felt like it was like adults that were like, oh wow, you're reading a book, wow, you're so adult, you know. That's what it always felt like when they ha- I got handed shit like junior novelizations of movies that I've read or like this isn't uh, written for twelve year olds. And I'm just like, no, I'm not twelve, <laughs> you know. And like, I'm sure it's fine. I'm an adult. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. It's fun. This it's- is this is my little little hill of pretension, and just let me be king on it. It's a fun show. It's basically if you combined Avatar: The Last Airbender, and then threw in some, uh, some threw in some Penny Dreadful and a little bit of Game of Thrones. Is there a chosen and hot one? Teenagers. Is there a chosen one in it? Gross. There is a know. chosen one. Yep, I rest my it's case. A, it's a YA. It's a YA show. Of course, there's a fucking chosen one. We and need guess to stop what? telling kids that there are chosen ones. Guess what? Guess if what? You're a child and you're watching this. The choose your own destiny. One. I just, oh I, I, I don't want to blow your mind, but the chosen one doesn't want to be the chosen one. That almost sounds like every YA novel I've ever and read. Also, they have to be trained to become the chosen. So one. they have to be interact in a school environment. Yes, they do. <laughs> you can. You will go into every scene if you've ever read multiple YA movies or books. Wow. Uh, you will know exactly what's about to happen. But I don't give a shit. It's fun, and I like it. <laughs> it's one of the better crafted Is there a plucky, YA. awkward comic relief character? Of course there fucking is. <laughs> There's a few of them, actually. Some of them, one of them die, is actually. One of them is fat. Uh, one of them is, yeah. Yep. But yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Seen yep. It. <laughs> it follows all of the tropes, and I love it. <laughs> Anyway, I've been playing Returnal. Uh, I also recently beat. I kind of hate that name, Returnal. Yeah, Returnal. it's hard yeah. to not so, make fun of it. The Returnal. It, uh, if you think it about like it, it's, you're returning eternally. Oh, uh, okay. Returnal. How's um, it spelled? R e t u r n a l. Okay. Um, it definitely feels like the first draft of a name of something, and they just never got beyond that. <laughs> Returnal, Dream Drop Fantasy, Distant Land. So uh, I also recently beat Machinarium again because I fucking love that game so much. And uh, found out that uh, a bunch of Amanita design games are on iPad. So I, you know, oh, yeah. They're, uh, it's a point and click adventure with yeah, you, uh, two robots, Machinarium. Yeah, you were, um, you were talking about that last week right uh-uh. or a couple weeks ago no huh because i downloaded them this week 
Um, and Samaras 2 and Samaras 3 are uh, both emanated design games that are like super fun, little quirky point and click adventure puzzle games that I absolutely love. And the music is by uh, Floex, uh, who <laughs> is one of my favorite musicians uh, ever. So it's, yeah, it's a really, really good time. If you like the point and click adventure games, you should really check out Dark Side Detective, but they're not paying me to say this, but it's, <laughs> it's really, it's the, the, the dialogue is really, really funny. And, you know, it's some brain bending point and click how, how, stuff. How long until you get really annoyed at having to put the asterisk on anything? <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, hopefully they start paying me so I don't have to. <laughs> It'll just be implied that I'm just a one day. One day he, he'll start talking about it, and he won't say uh, they're not paying me to uh, to to say this. And we'll just be like, "Hey, wait a second, are they paying?" You to say this? <laughs> he, he like he like pushes the check further into his pocket. <laughs> no, 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 no! Completely of my own volition. I, the doorbell rings. A delivery start, for Kalen. <laughs> when I start talking about like uh, pay to play mobile games, then you'll know. Man, I just Raid love Shadow Raid Legends. Shadow Legends. <laughs> Have you guys heard about Raid Shadow Legends? <laughs> I just love the so way that cool. every, every you know, time I want to advance, Kaylin, I have to you get enter my credit skins. card information. <laughs> Exclusive snail mate themed characters. <laughs> this episode of Topless Robot Podcast has been sponsored by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> have you ever heard of it? It's great. Wow. Console wow. graphics. Right now, our lives are on our phones. And with our phones full of live-streamed exercise classes, midday work calls, and nightly family video calls, there's no room for fraud calls. Thankfully, AT&T makes customer security a priority, helping block those pesky calls. It's not complicated. AT&T Active Armor, 24-7 proactive network security and fraud call blocking to help stop threats at no extra charge. Compatible device slash service required. Visit at and slash Active Armor for details.